and welcome to Polk County This Week. Polk County This Week gives you a chance to hear about things happening in our area and a chance to hear from some of the people making news or covering it. Now sit back, relax, and enjoy this edition of Polk County This Week. Polk County This Week is a public affairs presentation of Hall Communications. More funner. And joining us now on the program, he is the Sheriff of Polk County, Sheriff Grady Judd. Good morning, Sheriff. How are you? I am wonderful. How are you? I am here and uh, okay. We're doing great. We're doing great. Sheriff, I woke up this side of the dirt. Before you start, Sheriff, I got a question for you. All right. What's that? Okay, so I'm curious what um, we're gonna, what you guys are going to be doing as far as helping protect our kids in school. The reason I ask is because my son said to me the other day that he was afraid to go because he's going to start middle school next year, and yeah. he's afraid to go to middle school and he's afraid to go to high school because he's afraid he's going to get shot. Well, you know that's sad because yes. people have always been safe in schools. Now, we have had some shooters, but statistically, statistically, I underscore, school is one of the safest places a child can be. But once again, we've sensationalized all of these horrible events and scared everyone in the country. Look, there's 330 million people in this country, and occasionally we run across the nut. Mm-hmm. But these school shootings are real. And we have enhanced our safety and security at schools for years. We started here in Polk County, even before the Marjorie Stoneman Douglas massacre, Mm -hmm. enhancing school safety. So you're going to have armed guardians on school. You're going to have armed deputies on school. You're going to have all the police departments involved. We are going to keep him totally safe. But if a kid happens to bring a gun, and it happens, Mm -hmm. you know, there's 113,000 students in our school system. And of the 113,000, they go to school 180 days. And there has been a few days where a few people, like four times, have brought a gun to school. Not to hurt people, but to protect themselves from somebody else. Oh, wow. But if you see something... You say something. Mm-hmm. If you hear something, you say something. Every time we intercepted those guns, someone saw and heard something. Yeah. All but one time, it was a student. And the last time, it was actually a parent wow. that heard something and said something. So at the end of the day, tell him to quit watching that national media, mm-hmm. to focus on Polk County. And we all are going to do everything we can to keep him safe every day. He should not be scared. Yeah, he. I asked him where, like, how he heard it. Because I don't let him watch the news. We don't watch that stuff in the house with him. And I try not to talk about things like that in front of him. And um, they've been doing the drills at school. They're, well, and they do fire drills, too. But is he yeah. scared of burning up in a fire? No, he's afraid of being shot. Mm-hmm. Well, see, and what you have to do part. is say, do, don't you do a fire drill? Yeah. Yes. Are you scared of burning up in a fire? Right. No. Why? Yeah. Because we do fire drills. Mm-hmm. And that's why we do these other drills. Right. right? Yeah. So so you don't, end, you know, just like you don't end up in a, you know, in a fire, 
Mm-hmm. You don't end up in a shooting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was surprised when he said that. It really shocked me. Yeah, well, well like the sheriff said, uh, just make sure that he knows that it is very rare that yes. it happens. It gets blown up in the media yeah. because it's kids and, and, and uh, you know, People have agendas yeah. uh, a, a lot of times, but, uh, you know, that's not that's neither here nor there for him right now. He's just heard about this and he's uh, nervous about it. But like compare it with the fire drill. Of course, you know, it's yeah. like it's for safety reasons. That's why you do the drill. Mm-hmm. But the odds of it, of it happening here, especially in Polk County. Yeah. Very low. Well, yeah. and, and it's the same thing, I guess, like I remember my mom telling me they used to do drills in school where they dive under the desk because they were afraid of the bombs. Right. From, yeah. yeah. I mean, it was duck yeah. and cover. It was right. a nuclear bomb. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> if, <laughs> the worst if we, possible thing that could right. possibly happen. Sheriff remembers that. Yeah. So I yeah. can't. I, you know, I always wondered, even as a child. What good has been under exactly. this desk? <laughs> <gonna do this? laughs> it's, it's not going to help. <laughs> Just makes them feel better. But. but I didn't worry about it, you know, because I figured, you know, we were practicing in case something happened. Right, right, exactly. But, you know, think about it. Fire services has done a remarkable job at suppressing fires. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's not been a person killed in a school fire in 50 years. Wow, that's awesome. What does that mean? The system works. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. We didn't quit doing fire drills just because nobody's been killed in the last 50 years. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So now we're now we're doing, you know, active assailant drills. Mm-hmm. And why are we doing that? To keep everybody safe. Yep. So my generation hid underneath school desks because we were worried about bombs being dropped by foreign assailants. Mm-hmm. This generation's going to do fire drills as we did. Instead of bomb drills, they're going to do active assailant drills, mm-hmm. but they're but they're going to be safer because they did all of these things. Yeah. So at the end of the day, there's we can never say zero probability, but every time we do a safety measure, we reduce the probability right. of anything happening, and that's our goal: is to reduce the probabilities just as much as we can. Mm. Because you have to feel safe and be safe. Mm-hmm. It's not enough to be safe if you don't feel safe. Right. You have to be safe and feel safe in order to thrive. And our crime rate in this county is in the unincorporated area, in our service cities, is at a 51-year low. We're safer than we've been in any of our adult lives. And most people are safer than they've been in their entire life in this county. Yep. But once again, between social media and hyper newspapers and televisions, we scare the bejesus out of everybody. Yeah. And there's no, there's no sense in that. It's true. Yeah. It's true. Thank so, you, Sheriff. I appreciate the answer. Sure. And speaking of that, yes. that's what I was going to talk about today. But first, you know, you one of your staffs having a birthday. That's right yay. Today, right? It's me. <laughs> that's important. You know? Yes. Having birthdays are important because when you stop having them, it's not a good year. They're just dead. sad birthdays. <laughs> when you stop having Very them, you're dead. <laughs> All right, so here's the deal. Okay. Modella Elementary School. Yes. Mm-hmm. A lady storms onto the campus, and she's mad. She's angry. Oh, boy. Because her child, let's call her little Susie or little Johnny. Little Johnny's always in trouble. Mm-hmm. Little Johnny. Oh, yeah got another discipline report from the teacher. Uh-oh. Well, instead of this parent looking little Johnny in the eye and going, hey, buddy, 
why are you getting these discipline reports? She charges to the school campus, mad at the teacher, mad at the principal, demanding to get little Johnny out of the class. I want him transferred out of the class. Well, here's my first message. Lady, that school teacher didn't wake up that morning and go, gosh, let me rush to school today so I can pick on little Johnny. Right. Little Johnny's misbehaving. People need to take the teacher's side because the teachers are there to help and do good. So anyway, but there's a calm, rational way to deal with that. Mm. Those mistakes can happen. Sure. Nope. She charges in and they said, we'll set up a meeting. We'll get everybody together. We'll get the teacher in here. No, I want it now. And she starts, she runs past the school principal and the staff and starts trying to charge into the classroom to get little Johnny. Yeah. Well, our school safety protocols are in place and the doors are locked. Right. So we tell her, ma'am, calm down. You can't just go charging through the school. And she's cussing and throwing a fit right in front of children. Mm-hmm. So, of course, they call the sheriff's office. The guardian's trying to calm her down, and that's not the guardian's job. His job is to deal with the active assailants. He's trying to calm her down. The principal's trying to calm her down. She actually, in all the process, assaults, hits one of the school employees. Mm-hmm. So they tell him, sheriff's office is on the way. She runs from the school, hops over the fence. I would like to have seen that, by the way. Uh-huh. <laughs> Runs down to the local CVS, and she, too, calls the sheriff's office. Ah. Well, we arrived and do a complete and thorough investigation and found out not only did she disrupt school, but she battered school staff. And as a result, we put her in jail. Did you hear what I said? Yeah. yeah. We locked her up. Now, the important thing to remember here is you ought not to – Act like she acted. Right. So not only did she not get her issue resolved or her questions answered, but she ended up with more problems. Mm. The message is clear. In our school system, our teachers and our school staff are awesome. If you have an issue, they'll fix it. Go down there, talk to the principal, they'll fix it. You start laying hands on our school staff. Mm. You start being disruptive at school, and I will guarantee you a ride to the county jail every time. You're just not going to do that. Not going to assault our school staff. Not going to disrupt school. Not going to show up and cuss and be violent and nasty in front of children at elementary schools or middle schools or high schools. Right. This was an elementary school. Yeah. Come on, girl. What are you Thinking. Well, you know what, Sheriff? Let, let's give her the benefit of the doubt. Maybe she just wanted to show other parents how not to react in that situation. I, I doubt that very seriously. <laughs> you know, but, I missed that point. But, you know, I mean, but you have to be careful, too, because there are times when teachers do things that they probably shouldn't have done. Yeah, you know but what I mean? that's but, why but, you go in there as a rational person right, and let's exactly, have a meeting about it. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Because there was recent, well, I don't know if it was recently, but I heard right. of a story where a little baby boy, like, was in um, preschool. And he was crying. It was like the first time ever away from his parents. And the teacher got so frustrated because the kid kept crying and wouldn't stop crying. She actually put him inside a cabinet 
and shut the door. Mm. And they have video footage of it. Well, yeah, that's and so not it's right like, either. what the heck? And yeah, yeah. and but, I've heard stories about stuff like that happening. Yeah, but, but that's it's also, rare. It's rare to, to bring up his past point is that that's a rare that's situation to be in. It's not to well, it, compare to everything else. No, but you got to be rational. Well, and that that that's the deal. That's why you go down to the school to straighten out those right. kinds of problems. But think about this. Now, take on face value that that happened, that that lady like that kid up in that closet, mm-hmm. okay? Take that at face value. Well, across this country, there are millions of school kids. Millions. Now, it shouldn't have happened once. But what's the statistical probabilities of that occurring to your kid? Right, exactly. You can't even measure it. So, and... And I can tell you, I have never seen our school system fail to respond to a parent. Now, the parent doesn't always get the outcome that they want. But the problem that we have in society, from my perspective, okay, we don't get to focus on all the good people that do the good things. But if more parents taught their children to be respectful of discipline. Oh, yeah. At home, first at home, mm-hmm. teach your children to respect you and respect teachers and respect authority. They wouldn't have problems. Yeah. Yeah. True. That is a good point, but, Sheriff. True. But society, our society, our greater society at large is not going to allow a few knuckleheads to run over them. And mm-hmm. we shouldn't. We shouldn't. You're right. So, how much time do you want to spend at booking at the county jail? It's your choice. Yeah, you it is your choice. Yeah, so that, that's right. Uh, just uh, yeah, don't let your kid run over you at home, and they'll probably be better at school. Exactly. Yeah. And people say, oh, I can't spank my child. It's against the law. No, corporal punishment is legal yeah. and highly recommended by the sheriff when other methods are ignored. Mm. Awesome. Hey. Thank a little you, swat sure. on the behind never uh, killed anybody. Yeah. No. no, it hurt. <laughs> why do you think? Why do you think they put all that cushion on your butt? That's right. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> sheriff Grady Judd, the sheriff of Polk County. Thank you, Sheriff, for checking in with us. Uh, we appreciate talking to you. Take care. Love y'all. See you soon. This program was pre-recorded and may not reflect the most current information available. Dr. Bruce Anderson is here from Florida Southern College. We've been uh, coming back from break with David Bowie all morning. So yeah. Excellent. Hey, man. Doing okay? Yeah. You brought Doing a couple right. students with you again today. Amy, Amy and, and Christopher. Uh-huh. Good morning, guys. Good morning. Good morning. You can talk. It's okay. <laughs> great, great laborers in the, uh, in the task of defining what is legitimate news as opposed to not legitimate news. Mm. What's the latest not legitimate news you came across? Well, they're not actually doing that. They're writing no? up a they're writing up a guide. Okay, on how to determine used in the department with students when they come in because students come in and they go, well, you know, for these news clubs or for reporting on the news of the day and all that sort of thing, what what's legit and what's not? And I always say, well, you know, they don't, and so this is to cure that. Yeah. Okay. How's it coming, the guys? Uh, how's that coming along? <laughs> they're like poking each other over here. I don't think they know what they're talking about. Um, we can talk. We can talk about a lot of other things this morning too, okay. which is legit. All right. uh, the Dominion 
uh, you know, Dominion voting and all that sort of thing. They mm-hmm. settled with uh, with Fox. Yeah. Or Fox settled with them. Yeah. Seven hundred ninety-seven billion dollars, mm. which is kind of pocket change out there in the great corporate world, I suppose, in some ways. But it could it could hurt the uh, news division over at Fox. So if you're a big Fox viewer, you may see a lot less of it. Oh, really? <laughs> in going forward, yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, you know, they basically they were forced to admit that they'd lied. They lied all along during the election, post-election, and into yesterday. And now they're not going to lie anymore, they say, but we'll see. All right. Um, <laughs> so there's that. Yeah. Um, I'm not going to lie. I, did, uh, I didn't roofie your drink. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. You say that so Why much, so I wonder. <laughs> what, what the heck here? Um, Let's take a call. Good morning. You're live on Polk County Live. Who's this? It's Flash. I have a question about that. How is it that CBS is normally considered a reliable news source, but it reversed itself on the Hunter Biden laptop issue? Are we still talking about that? Are we still talking about Hunter Biden's laptop? Can we talk about Hillary's uh, emails instead? I'm trying to find something a little more irrelevant to the way that we live our lives today, Flash. And, you know, I'm telling you, who cares? They reversed themselves because they were wrong, not because they had lied. A lie is something presented as truth, which is not, and you know it isn't. Okay. You, an error is when you present something as truth that you believe to be truth and then discover, oh, wait, I was wrong about this. Mm. So now I've got to go back and correct it. You know, newspapers, television stations, radio stations uh, do corrections all the time. Oh, yeah. You know, you have developing stories and, you know, you may have gotten some bad information or some, you know, misperceived well, really information. Well, I'm big dog. Major League, big time. Uh-huh. Okay. Thanks, Flash. Whatever. Uh, uh, yeah. In any event, uh, the governor is in D.C. Yes. Or was in D.C. And he is trying to line up uh, endorsements for his presidential run. Mm. And it, it's not looking good um, because Greg Stoop yesterday, who is who represents, uh, I think, Fort Myers and, and, and areas south of us here, um, came out strongly supporting uh, former President Trump, as have six others in the uh, GOP delegation from Florida. So the endorsement trail does not look good. Um, uh, it, the, the whole presidential run, I think, for, for uh, Governor DeSantis is something that he should probably look at twice um, at this stage. I'd, I'd like to see him run for senator. I'd like to see him primary Rick Scott. Um, Rick Scott is not not powerful on the Hill. He has managed to uh, make a lot of enemies in the Senate. He's not good for Florida, in my in my opinion, and that is opinion. Um, and I think that DeSantis would do a much better job. I think some uh, political newcomer just uh, announced that he was going to run against uh, Rick Scott uh, on the Democratic on, side on, or on the, the GOP side? side. Yeah, on the GOP. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know, I, th- there are going to be people that do that. You know, you got Nikki Haley that's running against you know Trump in the primaries, and you've got Asa Hutchison. You know, you've got a lot of marginalia out there in the world of people that are are willing to put their candidacies up. But that doesn't mean that they're a threat to 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 the folks at the top. The only real threat to Rick Scott would be uh, would be Governor DeSantis. Mm. He is so hugely popular in Florida among Republicans that I know he could win that primary. And I can tell you, you know, out of the gate, the Democrats don't have anybody to put into that race that would that would threaten. I don't think. Yeah, I don't. I, I don't think so either. I mean, especially after if you look at the midterms. And what happened there? Right. Well, the bench is not yeah. deep for the Democrats right now. They've got mm-hmm. to do some some healing and they've got to do some reorganization 
And uh, so you think it was a good move uh, for them to make Nikki Haley their boss in Florida? I don't. Not no. Nikki Haley. I mean Nikki Freed. Nikki Freed. Uh, I mean, Nikki yeah. Freed. Who's Nikki Haley? Yeah, the last picture I saw I Nikki Freed know. was with a with a uh, with a with a profane shirt. Um, in oh a yeah, yeah. Demonstration she got arrested. Uh, this look. I I mean, you, you can agree with what she was protesting about. Yeah. But that's not the way that the head of the Democratic Party of Florida should be presenting themselves, in my opinion. And again, that's just my opinion. I don't think she's a good leader for the party. I think Anna Escamani probably would be, although it may be a little early for her. That's what everybody keeps telling her. It's early for you, Anna. It's early for you. You have to do your you have to do your due diligence here. The fact is that the people that are telling her that are the ones that are screwing up the Democratic Party beyond all recognition right now. Mm. So I'm not I'm not sure it's too late for her. I mean, it's too early for her. I think she needs to come on. Well, and you know how I feel. I hate the two party system. So well, uh, I, I think we have to. I, I think like we have Haiti to allow oxygen or something. No, it's it shouldn't be though. There's other countries that survive just uh, just fine yeah, with having like multiple here, parties. Move to Russia. Yeah, but <laughs> they uh, don't have any parties there. Mm. <laughs> they have Putin and nothing else. Mm. So, I mean, the two party system is a fact of life. The American uh, American political system runs on that. The Constitution reinforces it at uh, at every level, and that means that we're stuck with it. So there you have it. So where'd you guys get your news this morning, Chris? Where'd you get your news? I use um, a service called Ground News, and what it does is it gives me the top headlines for the day, along with all of the different news websites that are reporting on it as well as their political affiliation, whether they lean left, right, or they're more towards the center. If they're owned by some major media organization or some billionaire, or if they're just a local independent news source, that's where I tend to get my news from. And I have it right here with me on my phone, on my laptop. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And the top story on there right now is about Credit Suzy and how they hampered uh, international probe into a Nazi-linked account, according to U.S. senators. Mm-hmm. Credit, Credit Suisse? Suisse. Yeah. Credit Suisse. Yeah. 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 Uh, is this a source you're familiar with, Len? No. I, I wasn't either. I, no, I, I mean, remember Chris brought this up in class, and I, yeah. I, it's not one I've seen, but it's a compiler. Mm. I, I, I look at the, all the different sources, and, uh, of course, I've been doing it for so long, it's easy for mm-hmm. me to, to, to say, well, I wouldn't say that. <laughs> but... <laughs> Uh, yeah, I, I'm more traditional journalism where you present both sides and then the consumer of your, my product makes their own mind up. It's not my place to tell you uh, what to think. So you, you write the news every day for yes. all four stations here, and you've mm-hmm. been writing it for years. When when you sit down to do that, Len, and you're looking through sources for various stories, what do you consider legitimate? And what do you have a rule of thumb? Well, at well all? And, and because of uh, the nature of what I do, it's I look local first. Mm-hmm. I, I want my news to be about Lakeland, mm-hmm. uh, first of all, and then further out mm-hmm. to other cities in the county and then further out to other counties in the state and then mm-hmm. state and then national. It, it, you know, if I have to go that far before I have enough stories. But um, it, that's what I my main focus is, is uh, because I want to. Being a local radio station, I want to uh, give local news. They're going to hear the national news on the uh, on, on the, the on, mm-hmm. on, on the uh, Fox Radio News report at the top of the hour, and they're going to hear the state news at the uh, Florida News Now mm-hmm. at the bottom of the hour. So, I try to get the local stuff in for for, so, for my audience. But I look, of course, you know, I have to look 
for the local, the, the people who cover news locally. Mm-hmm. So the Ledger, all the local television stations. I mean, mm-hmm. they have satellites here in, in Lakeland. None of them are, none of the stations are here, but mm-hmm. uh, they have uh, reporters that work over here. And uh, then, of course, uh, LakelandNow.com is a mm-hmm. great source because uh, they are hyper focused. Barry's operation. Hyper focused yeah. uh, about Lakeland. And, Barry and Trinity. Yeah. So, uh, you know, I, I find where I can. And I know those are all legitimate news sources. So. Right. Yeah. And, and, you know, we tend to think that local news is, has dried up or something. And, mm-hmm. and really what it's done is shifted ground. You've got, you know, other different kinds of sources like Lakeland now. Yeah. That, uh, that, that feed into that where before you might have had a morning paper and an evening paper back in the 1930s mm-hmm. or something. But, you know, so you've but, got, to, got to depend on that stuff. But so, I mean, even if you look at uh, News Channel 8, for example— uh, which is the NBC affiliate, or if you look at Fox 13, which is a Fox affiliate, um, they're going to cover things in the Tampa Bay area mm-hmm. first and foremost. They'll talk about other stories, um, you know, outside the region, um, but and the big national stories, of course. Right. But they're also going to try to put in some local news for you there, whether something happened in Tampa or St. Petersburg or Clearwater or Lakeland, you know, whatever the case may be for that day. So, yeah. Amy, do you have a rule of thumb? Um, when trying to like find a credible news source, I think it's very important to see how they like correct errors, if that makes sense. Um, so if they're wrong and they later find out they're wrong about something, mm. then I think it's very important for them to um, correct those errors and be like, yeah, we were wrong about X, Y, Z, and it's actually this. And also, I think it's important that they... Um, if they label something like an opinion piece or if, if it's like research from multiple perspectives, kind of. Mm. Yeah. yeah. And I think the newspapers, for, for, for the most part, do a good job at uh, identifying editorial mm-hmm. versus, you know, otherwise. Well, we can. Um, you know, we can put it in print. And right. it says right at the top of the page, people say, well, I didn't know if you're, yeah. if you're reporting for the paper. Or, you know, I said, well, you have to read the top of the page mm. where it says opinion. Right. And, and there's editorial. also, and if you, you read know, it online, so. At ledger.com, then they have uh, when it's a, a yeah. editorial piece, there's a, a, a line right across the top that says this is the, you know, the story of this opinion author, of this, author. Of this right. institution. I mean, sometimes it is. If it's an editorial, it yeah. sometimes is. But, right. you know, USA Today usually will make a distinction in, in all their papers on things like that. But mm. it's clearly labeled. The question is, how do you clearly label something on television can't we do the same thing can't we have like a tagline i've hardly ever seen it we used to have an editorial on channel eight when i worked there Mm -hmm. and they ran a banner at the bottom that said editorial i mean i don't remember channel eight but i remember stations doing that right and they they have they would just you know when the person was giving their opinion it it you know they would run a crawl or have a banner Mm -hmm. across the bottom that says editorial so right you know um i think it's, it can be done. It can it definitely can be done. They, that you know, let, let people know this is opinion, not news. Well, one of one of the problems that resulted in this uh, this 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 uh, most recent case with Fox is that Fox didn't do that, mm. and they very often mixed up opinion with you know sort of reportage, and they they would not make that distinction. And so when they stepped up and said, "Hey, wait a minute, this was all editorial." He said, well, no, it wasn't because, you know, you, ha- you, you never told us which way you were right. going with this. And the judge really, you know, kind of ripped them on the whole concept. So I, they I mean, weren't careful. There, there is a, it's, all, it's been in place for years and years and years, a I system know. to separate the two. So I don't know why they wouldn't. 
Especially yeah. in this age of, you know, everybody talking about fake news and funny this and that and, mm. and that sort of business. So, All right. So, uh, Christopher, uh, this is your first time here? Yes, it is. No, all right. Uh, tell us a little bit about yourself real quick. Uh, well, what, What's your uh, goal for going to school here? Ultimate goal is I want to be a senator. That, okay. That's the, that's like ultimate goal in life. Uh, right now I'm just a freshman in the political science program. Uh, I want to add a couple of minors at the end of next year. Uh, okay. I want to do, I want to delve into like, stud, like German studies. I want to go into psychology. I want a pre-law minor. Mm-hmm. Cool. But for now, I'm just political science major. All right. Sounds great. Uh, Amy, I know you've been here before. Uh, yes, I have. Uh, told yes. us uh, before. Tell us, uh, just refresh us real quick. Um, I am a political communications major, and I just added a pre-law minor and a gender studies minor as well. Okay. And I guess my end goal used to be, like, president, but I don't think I really <laughs> want to do that anymore. Uh, um, I'm not, not no, the cycle, though. I do not want yeah. that job, ever. Yeah. I think I want to either like write laws or I want to like just fight for people, I guess. There you go. Well, that's a, you can do that as a lawyer or, you know. Well, you don't have to be a lawyer to fight for people. Nope. You don't have to be a lawyer to fight for people. That's for sure. (laughs) Thanks, Lauren. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You're welcome. I want to be a superhero. Dr. Bruce Anderson, Florida Southern College. Uh, Thank you very much, guys, for being here today. We just had one long segment today instead of two shorter ones. I noticed that. Hey, have a great day, everybody. And that wraps up this week's edition of the program. Thank you for tuning in and join us again next Sunday for Polk County This Week. Polk County This Week is a public affairs presentation of Hall Communications.